0: Famous challenges to slavery took place at the home of a black man named William Parker. William Parker was himself someone who had escaped from slavery and he settled in the Lancaster area of Pennsylvania. Now he was a part of a group and helped to found a group of mainly African Americans who decided and vowed that they would not allow anybody to be taken back into slavery if they came into their area of Pennsylvania. On September 11, 1851, a man by the name of Edward Gorsuch showed up at William Parker's door. He believed William Parker was hiding and holding some people that he owned, and he was there to claim them. See, Edward Gorsuch was a man from Maryland. He was a slaveholder, and he had come to Pennsylvania looking for several men who escaped from his property. He had with him a federal U.S. marshal named Henry H. Klein, as well as a group of other men and members of his family. And they were there under the authority of the Fugitive Slave Act to try to claim four men who they believed were hiding in William Parker's home. It was early in the morning when Klein, Gorsuch, and the others showed up at William Parker's door. They began to bang on the door, and what they did not know was that William Parker had gotten word that they were on their way, and he was inside and ready and prepared. When no one answered the door, they simply came into Parker's home. They demanded that the four men who might be hiding in Parker's home come out, and they explained that they had a warrant under the authority of the Fugitive Slave Act to claim those people. William Parker yelled down to the men that there was nothing in his house that belonged to them and that they should leave his home. But before he could do anything else, things started to get really heated. Henry H. Klein, the U.S. Marshal, then decided to come upstairs, after much back and forth and yelling. But when he came upstairs, William Parker's men and William Parker were armed and they also had guns. They fired down at, at Klein and he had to retreat. Parker told his wife to go upstairs to the upper room they had and to sound the alarm. She ran upstairs to their upper room, and she stuck her horn outside of the window, and she began to blow. Now, Klein, Gorsuch, and the others who were downstairs didn't know what was going on, and they told two of their men to go outside to see if they could get a better idea of what was happening. The two men climbed up into a tree, and there they saw, out of the window, William Parker's wife sticking a horn and blowing and sounding an alarm. The alarm was an alarm and a a signal for the African-American men and women who had vowed not to allow anyone to go back into slavery if they came into that area. The two men then shot at William Parker's wife, but she ducked underneath the windowsill and still began to blow her horn. She still stuck it out of the window and began to blow. As the African-American men and women who were part of this group and a part of this vow began to hear the horn and the signal, they picked up whatever weapons and whatever they could find and began to make their way to William Parker's house. By the time they got there, the men had moved out into the front yard. Gorsuch, Klein, and the others who were with them had gone out into William Parker's front yard, and William Parker and the people and the men who were with him had ran out after them. So so as the African-American men and women began to show up, a showdown and a fight was about to take place in William Parker's front yard. As the fight broke out, Henry H. Klein and the other men who were with Edward Gorsuch ran. They decided to run. They ran into the woods nearby, and some of them were very seriously injured. But Edward Gorsuch did not run. He said he had come to claim the property, the people who he he believed belonged to him, and he said he would have his breakfast in hell before he would leave without recovering them. One of the men who was owned by Edward Gorsuch, one of the people he was looking for, confronted him right there in the front yard and beat him down until other men joined in. Edward Gorsuch died right there in William Parker's front yard. Now, this was going to be a big deal, as you might imagine, and almost all the men who were involved, directly involved in this incident, immediately left the country. They fled to Canada. Authorities came into the area sometime later and did a complete sweep. They arrested some 37 black people, as well as three white men whom they believed were involved. Now, the remarkable thing about this is that they were not charged with simply violating the law or violating the Fugitive Slave Act. They were charged actually with treason, treason against the country for intending to levy war against the United States by forcibly preventing the laws of the government and the Constitution from being executed. Now, the prosecution had difficulty making the charge of treason believable and making it stick during the first trial. And it turned out after much maneuvering that all the people who were charged were either found not guilty or not prosecuted after all was said and done.